seasonal freshness and variety of fruit available for you and yours when you go shopping each week. Now, this week we spoke to people from the Queen Victoria market. Firstly, we spoke to Robert at Sprinkleberries, who is a fruit and vegetable vendor. No surprise that the information he gave us showed that spring has well and truly continues to spring. Okay. Um, which should make a lot of sense because now we're in the second week of October. That is, I think that is officially the middle of spring, so it's kind of where it should be. Now, this was shown especially when I said, so how are berries looking this week? And he said, yeah, all good. So we're getting our strawberries, our raspberries, and our blueberries from Queensland, but within the next week or two, we should see those coming from local producers, which is great because... If you've ever been to the um, the Spring Strawberry Festival that, that some of the producers down near Bacchus Marsh have, uh, it's usually about Melbourne Cup time, which is another month away. So that would make good sense that they are uh, in peak growing season because that is a really great way to go and support your local producers, but also if you want to go out and educate anyone in your family about how our food system works, you can go and look at where it starts, it's always good. Now, so berries were good, but also you mentioned that melons continued well, so your broccoli melon and your cantaloupe, I suppose, but also to look for watermelons. Now, the hot tip on watermelons is give them a bit of a tap with your knuckle to see if they're ripe. If it sounds hollow, it's not ripe. But if it sounds a bit of a bassy resonant boom, you can be assured that that, that, that that is a ripe, much riper, better watermelon. He also said the other things to look out for were some of the root vegetables that have come over from winter. So your carrots, your parsnips, and even your turnips if you like. But also the, cel the celery root vegetable, or the celeriac as it's known, is uh, really Loved as a very special item by many people. I know my sister makes it, but when she makes it, the kids go, Are we having roast rock again tonight, Mum? Because <laughs> she dices it in their big chunks and then roasts it. <laughs> and while I've got to admit, it isn't the most characteristic looking chunk of vegetable, it, um, it does look a bit like a roast rock. It really does have a very special, unique flavour and is loved by many in soups and as a, um, a side to dishes, it's a very good side to dishes. Now, the, the, the other great news too was that the, 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 the um, spring news was the herbs continue to come out. So we've got mint and basil now are now 
available freshly, which is great. And um, they're really worth getting that fresh mint and that fresh basil. Even using the, the mint in salads is a really good way to have it. Now, having a chat to George the fishmonger down there at Queen Victoria, he told us that they still have the yellow and the blue fin tuna at $70 and $60 a kilo respectively, so they've gone up a little bit in price, but not massively. They also have a good variety of the other whiting, flathead, rockwing, and the John Dory. So many choices you have there, and I couldn't officially technically confirm this, but I believe he also said there is oysters from Tasmania and South Australia continue to be available for $20 a dozen. Now, okay, so I've got two kooky facts this week for you that I learned from A, a science podcast I was listening to this morning, and B, uh, the watermelon ones, it comes from Gastropod. My, this is the most excellent food podcast I've listened to based on the amount of information that you learn new and fresh every single episode is really outstanding. So Gastropod, I highly recommend. And they were talking, they did an episode about watermelons and the history of watermelons. And the fact they learned that I was really amazed by was that watermelons is the crop that takes the most surface area of the world ahead of any other crop, which I think, gosh, you hear about them knocking down rainforests to grow soybeans, it's not what you don't think of watermelons, do you? But apparently that's the case. Okay, and my other kooky fact was about oysters, which I learned from listening to a science podcast this morning. And oysters are mollusks. Mollusks, you say? It sounds familiar, but I don't remember. Well, this will clear it up for you. Mollusks, an example, the most common example is the snail. So oysters are technically snails, or from the same family as the garden snail, which is quite interesting. Um, Nothing against them, because from my earlier memory of having snails, just on one occasion when I was far younger, was they're actually quite a tasty um, morsel of meat, and quite meaty and beefy, actually. So that's um, through the day. Anyway, I hope that's, uh, that should get us covered for the week, and uh, I hope you can see the point in coming back next week and having a listen to what I've got to say then. So yeah, until then... Enjoy the week, stay fresh, and um, um, that's it. Share this program to anyone else you think may get some benefit from it. Thank you, Kindly. That's what you got to do to the world. Season, get it into you.